Kia ora and welcome to this episode of The Amateur Austenite. I'm Frances Duncan, an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa, New Zealand. My special guest is Amy. Kia ora. And we are going to be discussing Letter 37 of Lady Susan by Jane Austen. Letter 37, Lady Susan to Mr. de Courcy, Upper Seymour Street. I am satisfied. And will trouble you no more when these few lines are dismissed. The engagement which you were eager to form a fortnight ago is no longer compatible with your views, and I rejoice to find that the prudent advice of your parents has not been given in vain. Your restoration to peace will, I doubt not, speedily follow this act of filial obedience, and I flatter myself with the hope of surviving my share in this disappointment. S. V. This might be the shortest letter. I wonder how, how long Frederica's one is? I think it might be. Because, yeah, letter 33 was the other one that I was thinking of was super short, and it's definitely shorter than, than 33 is. No, it's definitely, it's shorter than Frederica's. Yeah. So this might be the shortest letter we've had so far. Yeah. Engagement length, by the way. Yes. Two weeks. So they've been engaged two weeks. I said it might be six, but I was very wrong. So they must have got engaged and not long after that she went to London. Probably partly to avoid the actual getting married bit. (laughs) Yeah. I've got you on the lead now. But I need a little bit of space. I'm not quite ready to settle. Yeah. Gotta keep your options open, even if one of your options is an already married man. It's kind of surprising in a way that she bothers to write this note and or that it doesn't just say, well, fuck you too. (laughs) But I think it's so, if he comes across this later, he can read it and gaslight himself into thinking, that all the awful things about her were not true because mm. she's talking about how much she's hurt yeah. and that she understands, she's being so understanding. I think there's also a little bit of, aren't you being a good boy? Why don't you be a man and stand up to your parents? Yeah. I think part of it is as well, like we only have the context of the letters, which means that in, I don't know, two years, that's also the only context that anyone else has. And they don't have everyone's letters. They just have their ones. And so there is a lot of how Lady Susan writes her letters, which is extremely plausible deniability. Like, she doesn't admit to anything. And if your only context for the entirety of this story is letter 37, well, poor Lady Susan. She's heartbroken. The man who was so excited to be engaged to her has broken it off suddenly and there's just nothing that she can do in response. That's awful. We'll ignore the the 36 other letters that are telling us why this is happening and how it's all her fault. But if we just have this one... If the letters between her and Alicia ever became public, it would ruin... Oh, yes. But yeah, I like the idea of him coming across it years later and going... Oh, I forgot. But she's also very like, these lines will be dismissed. I flatter myself of the hope of surviving my share in this disappointment. I'm sure you're extremely heartbroken that the plan that you put a few months worth of effort into has crumbled. Yes, your restoration to peace will come speedily. 
even though you were eager to form this engagement. She's very much not stoked, and she's very much making that obvious and his fault. Which, considering whose fault this actually is, babes, really. It's the same line she was using in an earlier letter to him, though, that his parents want him to marry someone with money. You're following the prudent advice of your parents, and this is filial obedience. Yeah, I had forgotten, actually, that we had that bit of information, because I was looking through letter 36, being like, where does he mention his parents? No, no. Yeah, he doesn't bring them up. He spends that letter just being hurt and offended, which, you know, valid. And Lady Susan spends her letter being like, and that should also be about me, actually, because I'm I'm hurt and offended, actually. Actually, it's me. Because the letter that she sent him to convince him not to come to London was all, your parents want you to marry someone rich, Mm -hmm. i.e. not me. And I understand that. They have money. They expect a daughter-in-law with money. Maybe we'll just give them a little space, you know? And then there was a list of other excuses. Yeah. But that was one of the excuses to delay their wedding and to delay him coming to London. Unfortunately for her, what it made him do was turn straight up in London, which is why everything fell apart. What a way to find out that your mum and dad were right about your girlfriend, though. She's so good at managing the narrative. Yeah. Because she changes the story. So much. Every time she tells it, she's telling it slightly differently so that she turns out slightly better. Technically, yes, I did stay at Langford and I did leave because some people were upset. But it was my choice to leave to not make people uncomfortable. As opposed to, I got kicked out because I seduced the husband of the house. Yeah, yeah, different stories. Yeah. Very different stories. This makes me think of a guy that I dated who would like randomly text me every six months. God. Because I could imagine Lady Susan doing something like that, just randomly messaging, being like, hey, how are you doing? To see if it still works or has come back around? Is yeah. he still thinking about her? Is he still under her spell? Yeah. Hey, hey, how obsessed with me are you? Just, just checking in. Is it enough? I think it would have been funnier to be like, sorry, who is this? It's a very, like, important short letter, but it's still a short letter. There's only so much you can say about, like, what, eight, nine lines of text? Like, <laughs> we, we can go into it. We've gone into it. It's still a very short letter. It's funny how some of these episodes are, like, 20 minutes and then others are, like, 10. And it's not even, like, it is fully dependent on how long the letter is, because sometimes those really long episodes are a relatively short letter. It's just that it happens to be a very juicy letter. This Mm -hmm. one is very clear and obvious about what it's doing and what it's saying. And it's it's great and fun that she's doing it that way. And that's our discussion of Letter 37 of Lady Susan by Jane Austen. I'm Frances Duncan. This has been Emmy. Links to the socials are in the notes. Thank you for listening, and we wish you happy reading. Nailed it. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of 
the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa, New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch, and some Pride and Prejudice, heavily Pride-focused merch too. It's on Redbubble, and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!